Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Avram Goldhar, and today we're Sechus Shkalim Daf Yud Beis, the fourth parak Hatruma. This is going to be an abbreviated shear. So the three jobs we're going to focus on. Number one, the next Mishnah states Hamakdish Nechosav. If one is Makdish his possessions without specifying whether for the Mizbeach or for the Bedaka bias, and among the more animals suitable for the Mizbeach, Rabbi Yazir says the male should be sold for the needs of Ola offerings, and the female should be sold for the needs of Shlamim and their proceeds should go together with the rest of his possessions for the upkeep of the base of Migdash. Rabbi Yezer holds some hektish kabetakabais, that when someone is maktish, without stating his intentions, the consecration is assumed to be for temple upkeep. Rabbi Yeshua says, the males themselves should be offered as olos, and the females should be sold for the needs of shlumming offerings, and with their proceeds, one should bring olos, and the rest of the possessions should fall to Bedeka Bias. The Tikkun Chadmish explains that Rabbi Yeshua holds that some hektish of an animal fit for the Mizbeach is assumed to be for the Mizbeach. Therefore, if the animals are male, they should be brought as olos. He also holds that the person's intent was to offer them in their entirety as olos. Therefore, female animals, which cannot be brought as olos, are sold, and their proceeds are used to purchase olos. Point number two, Rabbi Yochanan said that the basis for Rabbi Yezus ruling, that even animals consecrated stum without specification, have their proceeds go for Bedeka Bias, comes from the Parsha of Redemptions. The Pasuk states, And if a man consecrates his house to be holy to Hashem, the Kohen shall evaluate it. Beso, his house, cannot be referring to a dwelling place, because a dwelling place is written in the next Pasuk, If the consecrated will redeem his house. Rather, we're dealing in this Pasuk with one who is Makdish's property, meaning his possessions. The Pasuk then states, Kodesh Hashem, holy to Hashem. From here we derive that unspecified consecrations are for the upkeep of the temple. And point number three, Rabbi Zerah said in the name of Rishim Malakish, the reason that Yeshua rules that non-specific consecration of animals fit for the Mizbeach endows them with the Kedusha of Olos. The Pasuk states, Speak to Aaron and his sons and to all B'nai Israel and say to them, any man of the house of Yisrael who will bring his offering to Hashem as an Ola. This teaches us that Hakol Karev Ola, all animals which are a type that can be offered upon the Mizbeach are brought as Olos unless otherwise specified. The next Pasuk states, to be favorable to you. It must be an unblemished male. Now one might think that this applies only to males. The Pasuk therefore states, Babakar, from the cattle, in order to include females. The Tikkun Chatatin explains that both male and female animals are called cattle. So once again, the three points are number one. The next Mishnah states, If one is Makdish's possessions without specifying whether they're for the Mizbeach or for the Bedeka Bais, and among them were animals suitable for the Mizbeach, Rebbe Yezer says, the male should be sold for the needs of all offerings, and the female should be sold for the needs of Shlamim, and their proceeds should go together with the rest of his possessions for the upkeep of the base of Migdash. Rebbe Yezer holds, Stam Hektish that when someone is Makdish without stating his intentions, the consecration is assumed to be for temple upkeep. Yeshua says the males themselves should be offered as olos, and the females should be sold for the needs of shlamim offerings, and with their proceeds one should bring olos, and the rest of the possessions should fall to Bedeka Bayes. The Tikkun Chadna explains where Yeshua holds that stam hektish of an animal, fit for the Mizbech, is assumed to be for the Mizbech. Therefore, if the animals are male, they should be brought as olos. He also holds that the person's intent was to offer them in their entirety as olos. Therefore, female animals, which cannot be brought as olos, are sold, and their proceeds are used to purchase olos. Point number two, Rabbi Yochanan said that the basis for Rabbi Lez's ruling, that even animals consecrated stum without specification have their proceeds go for Bedeka bias, comes from the Parsha of Redemption. The Pusik states, 
And if a man consecrates his house to be holy to Hashem, the Kohen shall evaluate. Now, Beso, his house, cannot be referring to a dwelling place because a dwelling place is written in the next passage. The Makdish Yigal is Beso, if the consecrated will redeem his house. Rather, we're dealing in this passage with one who is Makdish's property, meaning his possessions. The passage then states, Kodesh Hashem, holy to Hashem, Mikan, Shastam Hekdeshos, Lebedekabais. From here we derive that unspecified consecrations are for the upkeep of the temple. And point number three, Rabbi Zerah said in the name of Rabbi Shimon Lakish, the reason that Rabbi Yeshua rules that non-specific consecration animals fit for the Mizbech endows them with the Kedusha of Olos. The Pasuk says, Dabrel Aaron Valbana Valkobane Israel, Bamart Alhem, Ish Ish, Mibes Israel, Ashri Yakri Vashem Ola. Speak to Aaron and his sons and to Alban Israel and say to them, Any man of the house of Israel who will bring his offering to Hashem as an Ola. This teaches us that Hakol Karabu Ola, all animals, which are a type that can be offered upon the Mizbeach are brought as Olos, unless otherwise specified. The next Pasuk states, To be favorable to you, it must be an unblemished male. Now one might think that this applies only to males. The Pasuk therefore states, From that cattle, in order to include females. The Tikkun Chatham explains that both male and female animals are called cattle. Alright, so now we go to a simple Daf Yud base, and our standard simon is 12 brothers. 12 brothers. So here goes. The twelve brothers who were Makdish their possessions, including their male and female animals, without a specific intent, were disheartened when they saw the animals sold to others as offerings with the proceeds going to Bedeka Bias, when they thought they were endowed with the Kedusha of Olos. Once again, in slow motion. The twelve brothers, twelve brothers, that must be more on Duff, Yudbeis. The twelve brothers who were Makdish their possessions, including their male and female animals, without a specific intent, which reminds us of the Machokas in the next mission, a case when someone is Makdish's possessions without specifying whether they're for the Mizbech or for the Betekabais, and among them were animals suitable for the Mizbech, Rabbi Ezra holds Tam Hektish or Betekabais, that when someone is Makdish without stating his intention, the consecration is assumed to be for temple upkeep, therefore the male should be sold for the needs of all offerings, and the female should be sold for the needs of Shlamim, and their proceeds should go together with the rest of possessions for the upkeep of the base of Mikdash. Rabbi Yeshua says the males themselves should be offered as olos, and the female should be sold for the needs of Shlamim offerings, and with their proceeds, one should bring olos, and the rest of the possessions should fall to better combine. The Tikkun Chatan explains, Rabbi Yeshua holds that some hektish of an animal fit for the Mizbech is assumed to be for the Mizbech. Therefore, the animals are male, they should be brought as olos. He also holds that the person's intent was to offer them in their entirety as olos. Therefore, female animals which cannot be brought as olos, are sold and the proceeds are used to purchase olos. So the twelve brothers who were Makdish in possessions, including their male and female animals, without a specific intent, were disheartened when they saw the animals sold to others as offerings, with the proceeds going to Betekabais, which reminds them Rabbi Yochanan said that the basis for Rabbi Lezer's ruling, that even animals consecrated without specification to have their proceeds go for Betekabais, comes from the Parsha of Redemptions. The Pasuk says, V'ishki Yakdish is based on Kodesh Hashem. And if a man consecrates his house to be holy to Hashem, the Kohen shall evaluate it. Beso, his house, cannot be referring to a dwelling place because the dwelling place is written in the next passage. The Makdish Yigal is Beso, if the consecrated will redeem his house. Rather, we're dealing in the passage with one who is Makdish's property, meaning his possessions. And the passage then states, Kodesh Hashem, holy to Hashem. Mikan, Shastam, Hekdeshel, Zabedekabais. From here we derive that unspecified consecrations are for the upkeep of the temple. So the twelve brothers who were Makdish in possessions, including their male and female animals, without a specific intent, were disheartened when they saw the animals sold to others as offerings, with the proceeds going to Betekabais, when they thought they were endowed with the Kedusha of Olos. Which reminds us the source for Rabbi Yeshua, who rules that non-specific consecration of animals fit for these back endows them with the Kedusha of Olos, is from the Pasuk state, speaks to Aaron and his sons and to Abed and say to them, any man of the house of Israel who will bring his offering 
to Hashem as an Ola. This teaches all animals, which are our type, that can be offered upon the Mizbech, are brought as olos, unless otherwise specified. The next Pasuk states, to be favorable to you, it must be an unblemished male. Now one might think that this applies only to males. The Pasuk therefore states, babaka, from the cattle, in order to include females. The Tikkun Chatan explains that both male and female animals are called cattle. So once again, the twelve brothers who are maktish their possessions, including their male and female animals, without a specific intent, were disheartened when they saw the animals sold to others as offerings, with the proceeds going to Benachabayas, when they thought they were endowed with the Kedusha of Olos. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramgol Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.